0: Yeah, fucking hate beer. You're listening to the Emo Brown, the saddest Mexican podcast. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, look at us. It smells like Soma in here still, bro. It, it, it has that stank. A pesta cigarri and, like, fucking $17 pints of beer. 17-year-old friend. Oh, there was a lot of youngsters there. I felt old as
1: fuck. That was
0: weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are here in another episode of the Evil Brown, the Saddest Mexican Podcast, brought to you by the wonderful people of Grasshopper, sponsored by a cannabis company, bro. That's how we get down. I smoke more weed than drink beer. Yeah, there's remnants of previous events. (laughs) And we're here with the wonderful people of Audio Karate. It's like going into a fucking elevator like Bill and Ted and just dialing up the phone book and beep, 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 beep. Two thousand. I went early. I've been going down the rabbit hole, bro. Like, like just trying to find the magic that I once had of listening to these bands, bro. Finchie, Newfound Glory, anyone on, on, on drive through records. Cause that's what our affiliation was. And then just coming across you guys on Kung Fu Records and then just seeing that, oh my God, these guys are going to play again. What the fuck with the descendants and TSOL. That was kind of a weird lineup because yeah. it was an eclectic mix of people. Yeah. But before we go any further, I've got Jason, I've got Art and I've got the homie Justo. And we got somebody they found in the corner, James. Welcome, bro. I mean, I guess you're hanging out today with us, too. (laughs) Audio karate, bro. Hell yeah. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Catch us up. I've been disconnected for a minute. 15 years. Bring me up to speed on what you guys have been up to.
2: Oh, God. We got government jobs. Isn't that weird? We all grew up. (laughs) Punks grew up. (laughs) No, I've got uh, two kids, one on the way. And uh, I live up in Oregon, in Beertown, man. Only so... This is good. Thank you. Oh, shit. I'll stack this up. Ben, isn't that. that
0: the home of a... Uh, oh, no wonder you asked me about 10 Barrel. That, yeah. That's the home of 10 Barrel.
2: Yeah, we got all that
1: stuff, but this is good shit, bro.
0: I appreciate it, man. Uh, I is that
1: the, the, the Morrissey one? Yes, yeah. That's, yeah,
0: that's the, yeah the, the this Charming Stout brought to you by 3 Punk Gales. We haven't gotten in trouble for that one yet, so fuck. We're, we're, we get away with a lot of dumb shit. That's like We made the, the Charming Stout. We have a beer called Tres Animales um, after like Los Tucanes. They they sent some shit our way. We we kind of got in cease trouble. We didn't, bro. They skipped season to and went straight to litigation. Oh wow! And we 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 talked them off the bridge. Hey, bro, like relax. You're a small little family-owned business, you know. And they, now they, we're going we're gonna work together with them. Now
2: they could have sent the cartel, bro. So. <laughs> I'm you,
0: not saying they didn't. <laughs> shit, it was it was. <laughs> I was at home. I got a call. I was you know partaking in some cannabis, and I get a call I was like, hey, bro, uh, somebody's here to see you. They're not leaving until you get here. I was like, what? And it was a young lady or you know, little little woman, and then. Came in, I was like, fuck, what's going on? And yeah, we always got muscled, but no, everything is good. We have a Chalino Sanchez beer. Right. We have a, yeah, they well kill the poor. Kill the poor is uh, our, our dead Kennedys, you know. Um, big minor threat fan, you know, and needle in the hay emo at heart, bro, a little Elliot Smith. Every now and then I got to tap into him. Wifey, when she was pregnant, she didn't allow me to play any Elliot Smith. She's like, I don't want you playing any of that shit. I just <laughs> hear that. I hear the chord progressions or I hear the music and it just puts me in a somber mood, you fun. know? But audio karate, we've been listening to a lot lately, man. We've been listening a lot to just to kind of like, you know, catch up and be like, all oh, right, right, what have they done? I listened to the newest, the newest release to 2019, Malo, mm-hmm. um, the Saturday Night song, bro. That one's just infectious. It, got, it caught on to me and I haven't let go of that one. What else has been going on, bro?
2: Saturday night, you ain't down, fool. No, you ain't down, fool. <laughs> uh, really, just like filling in the blanks of like we were discussing. Like we dropped off at two thousand five, two thousand six, and that's where music and time stopped. Like I think, hey, Rancid got a new record, Indestructible. I'm like, oh fuck, that was two thousand five or whatever. Yeah. Like, um, but we had a lot of archived music. So we're doing that. We We have a record coming out next year, Otra. Otra. And that's B-sides from Lady Melody, from Space Camp, and then some stuff that we just Malo. never released, uh, some of the Milo stuff. But uh, Art probably stays the most active in music. Well, yeah, he... Yeah. I've seen your face on stage <laughs> in be, in between these last 10, 15
0: years, a couple of times, man. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I think after the band kind of dissolved was oh five oh six. I took a break for a couple of years from music and then I got in a really bad car accident and messed up my back pretty bad. And then uh, from that, I just had time to like write music again and kind of got inspired to do something else. And then we formed some of the guys from Cardi formed a band called Indian School
3: mm-hmm.
1: Um and that that kind of propelled me back into music, and then that kind of made the way for um, uh, kind of audio karate kind of reuniting again. And then while that was going on, yeah, uh, Joe Escalante from the Vandals is in a band called the Sweet and Tender Hooligans. This is a Smith morrissey tribute. And he asked if I want the to join.
0: best Smiths and Morrissey tribute I mean, band, you know. Bing, and then underneath it, the mariachi one, bro. I like the mariachi; yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <They're pretty good. laughs> those guys get down too. Yeah. And then there's a local one here called Still Ill. Then they they'll play at the brewery like uh, once every few months. Those guys get down too. Yeah, and man. there's something to be said about a Smiths Morrissey cover band. And you guys pull really, it off, yeah. Because bro- you got
1: to you got to do the Johnny Marr thing. You got to do the Morrissey thing. It's you can the do both. Whole
0: thing, dude. It's a whole thing. And for those who pull it off, it's amazing. For those who don't, it's like, oh, shit. It's kind of sad. Yeah, it's like, man, you really fucked yeah. that up. <laughs> Turn your stripes. For for real.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, so I've been doing the hooligans thing for about five, six years now, and then now with Audi Karate, so,
0: yeah. Damn, so music, you, you, as far as much as you guys try to, like, distance yourselves from it, it's always going to be there.
1: Yeah, just when I thought it was out, they, they me bring back me in back it, in.
0: You know? Damn, what about you, man? You're awfully quiet over here, Houston. Yeah. You were very pensive on stage yesterday.
3: Yeah, a little bit. <laughs>
0: uh,
3: we, uh. We, you know, we stopped jamming around 2005. I went back to school, mm-hmm. uh, finished up school, and then uh, got married. I have a bunch of kids. I have, I have three kids, it's eight, six, and two, so I've been busy, but yeah, we uh, we got back together. We did Indian school, and uh, and then we got a chance to do some, some cool shows. Uh, I think uh, when The Descendants hit us up a few years back before COVID, that kind of galvanized us as a band again. We're like, hey, let's get back together and start rehearsing.
0: Did you guys miss it? Did you guys miss being just together on stage creating? I did. Yeah. Yeah,
3: You always miss
1: it. What's
0: the creating process for you guys? Like who gets down? Who's the guy who just pulls out the acoustic and brings out the pen (laughs) and pad and says, I know, I'm, I'm getting to work today.
2: I it's what is? I mean, that's probably art and I, yeah, I think art is the ultimate decider and vetter. where I I noodle and with riffs and shit and I'll throw a hundred things out and he just has a blank stare and won't bite. I know like, okay, this shit sucks. Once he goes like and starts playing along, we have a song in fucking 30 minutes. That's awesome. Like once something I do strikes something, yeah, that's when I you mean, know I it's good. Like
1: bends
3: in the yeah, like there it is. That's
2: yeah, yeah, a man, one. And that's
1: then that's that kind of opens everything up.
3: Yeah. A lot of times uh, art just hates everything. So if yeah. he even likes it a little bit. You're
0: you like, like, fuck yes. Like, okay, <laughs> good. Was that a grin? Yes, let's oh, do that one. <laughs>
2: But uh really Rob Castellon who you had from Wiretap mm. he I give him credit for bringing us back. Yeah, he really was
1: a big part of that too. Nice. Yes. And he's a nice guy. Cuz he was at a hooligan nice. show and he was like, "Hey man, what do you I what do you think about releasing your first audio karate rocket on vinyl?" And I'm like, "That'd be great." He, and he was like very like cool. He was like, what, what do you think about possibly doing some shows to kind of go with that?" And I'm like,
0: yeah, maybe. Let I can see that happening. Yeah, <laughs> Mike,
1: I don't want to say no to you. And like, let me ask the guys. And then everybody was warm to it. So I'm like, that was it. So he was he was a big part of that, yeah.
0: It's harder to get you guys back together the older we get. Like we said, government jobs,
2: children, responsibility,
0: yeah, other he, he projects. in Oregon. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's, it's a thing. It's a logistical thing. But um, that really did it. You hit a certain age, right? And I'm sure you can relate where you check boxes on, cool, I got a house now. I mm-hmm. got a family, all this. Mm-hmm. I got leisure mm-hmm. I've got money to do shit now. And it's at that point where it's like, oh, shit, you know what I my, left yeah, that I didn't really want to leave, but I was, I was kind of forced? About, yeah. 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 My favorite thing in the whole world. I should probably do that again yeah. with with the guys it's important to. Um, and luckily, that's really all we have to do in terms of like, what do we make music for? It's not for kids. It's like if you're 30 to 40 and you listen to drive through. You're
0: like, that's my demographic.
2: That's, well, really, like. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I think I saw you guys on Flyers back in the day. Yeah. I never really checked you out. This is fucking cool. I should come to your show. Like, that's more than ever what we're doing, um, and, it, and it works out well. We're lucky that Descendants are, are friends and fans, so anytime they do something, they give us a crack at, hey, do you want to come out for these shows? And we're like, yeah, fuck yeah. Of course, of course do. yeah.
0: So this is gonna be an ongoing thing now that you guys are back together. Will we be seeing future audio karate tours going up and down the coast? We'll we be seeing you guys putting out more content, getting more and more yeah. involved with the scene. Bro, cause I feel like when you guys left the scene, there wasn't. I, I, I always looked for Mexican bands. You know, it's like, oh, fucking yeah. Phoenix, TX. Yeah, that's. They're like us. You know, they're yeah. like us. I yeah. want to be like them. Rage Against the Rage Machine. Against the machine. Well, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. you know, it's like, and you see these bands, and like, oh fuck, I can do that. Yeah. You know, that dude looks like me. That guy has a. His last name ends in a fucking vowel. I can get down <laughs> like him. You know, and and then the time passes, and then you guys stop playing, and then Phoenix stops playing, and then I'm like, oh man, there's nobody left. You know, so. Getting back together and telling people yesterday, yeah, I'm gonna go see a band called Audio Karate and TSOL and The Descendants. Audio Karate, I remember them from a flyer. Nintendo. I remember them from a compilation, and I and I was like, what compilation did I see them in? And it was that, bro. It was like a Warp Tour like right. compilation that you guys came out with. Oh, three. It was an it was an O three, and it was a Nintendo eighty nine song. And I was like, oh, what the fuck, that sounds like a cool name for a song. And that was a song we would just put on and play. And we're like, oh shit, names. I was like, wait a minute, like these guys are Mexican dudes. And then, and then for for us bro you it, it, it doesn't seem like it would mean a lot but like for us it's like a cultural thing is like oh man we're not expected to do that i was a weenie in a punk band who played soccer and like narco corridos bro like all my life you know so it's like one day you'll catch me in, in checkerboard slip-ons bumping unwritten law or like blink and another day i'd be rocking like Chelino sanchez shit i'm like oh and i was just a weird kid and then ultimately the 80s showed up and the cure and the smiths and all that and i put that all in a little bowl and then we created these little outlets like the brewery or the bar and the podcast and everything that we're doing so for me it was like fuck I'm only doing these things because you guys were around, like Audio Karate and Phoenix TX and Till RJ Raging Against the Machine. Yeah. Being at that show yesterday, I saw all of that, man. There was dudes wearing manic Hispanic shirts everywhere. There was dudes wearing, well, obviously your guys's gear. And then just I was just seeing a bunch of like Zapata shirts. And I was wearing my, like a little, because we have a beer called Chevez So it's like, like a Chalino inspired beer. And I was rocking that shirt. And everyone was like, oh, fuck, that's cool. That's a three punk shirt. like, yeah, yeah. You guys, like, come, coming back have brought. 17 year olds 50 year, 50 year olds of all backgrounds and all cultures together man how was that getting on stage and just kind of looking out into the crowd over the past 30 years and looking at oh shit our crowd has changed
1: i know right yeah i don't know i mean i i was what you were saying maybe think about like when we were kids forming a band it never really struck us that we were like latinos in the scene like we were just making music yeah. you know what i mean it wasn't until Kids start showing up that were brown like yeah. us. I'm like oh this is like a thing like they 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 like the fact yeah. that we're like oh yeah it was even like asian kids used to yeah. come to our shows it meant a lot and i think it's just like they're, yeah. they're minorities we relate yeah. to that so it was a trip to 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 do that cuz it it wasn't until it came back to us that we realized how important it was and now I got to look at it as like, oh that that was important. Like that's kind of a cool fucking thing that we did.
0: I reflect back on it now and I'm like, well, that was valid as fuck. Like yeah. that that's legit. But like At the I, time you didn't know. No, no, you're that. you're in the thick of it. You guys are yeah. doing your thing. You know you're doing you're playing music cuz that's yeah. what you love.
1: We just want to be one of those bands. We just want to be in that group, you know what I mean?
0: I can't even throw Homegrown in there, bro, cuz I remember yeah. Yeah. I remember just watching Homegrown and being like, oh, there's an Asian oh, guy yeah. In there. Yeah. There's like a white dude in there and he rips, but dude, there's Asians in there. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. What, what 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 is this? And then I fell in love with Homegrown, you know, and it's just awesome, man. Cause I grew up in the scene down here where, you know, the, we were all Mexican bands, you know, we all grew up watching like Dogwood and they were from North County, but they had roots down here in Chula Vista, POD obviously, mm-hmm. and, and just bands like that. So it was like very, very cultural. And I, I connected to that. Yeah, you
1: I think, wanted to like the band. I,
0: yeah, I was like, yeah. don't fuck this yeah, up for me guys. Be, don't <laughs> don't fuck this don't up, up for me guys.
3: <laughs> I remember, remembering, I remember uh, thinking uh, we are an all Hispanic band when we ran into those kids when we were in Austin. And we we were hanging out with them partying and we watched our video for the first time, which is Jesus is alive and well. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they looked at us after the after we watched it, and they looked at us and they said, So you guys are like Mexican Mexican?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you guys are new Mexican. <laughs> and then
3: I thought wait a second. They didn't realize that we were Mexican when we showed up because they didn't, you know, they didn't pick up on the fact that we're all Hispanic dudes because to them the sound when they when they listen to us, they just thought they
0: of- are like that's pop music. Yeah. yeah, you guys are all gonna look like you're wearing DC clothes or whatever. <laughs> you think
2: fucking justo? Yeah, yeah would like be what? enough. Like yeah, yes, nah, that, how much? that must be that must, be,
0: that must justo. be a clever a clever yeah. band name. Justo. They miss Bill Justin. <laughs> yeah, right. We're fucking, they were high.
2: It was important at the time, I think, because it was uh it was very organic, right? It was early internet. And there was no hashtag or movement at the time, right? It wasn't like, hey, listen to these guys because we're Mexican and because we are um, sort of re- representing in that way. It's like you didn't realize until you went to the show like, oh, fuck, Art's like a fucking morenito. Like, Mm-mm. okay, he doesn't look like the singer to pick a band, right? You found glory. Fucking you know? under oath or something. Yeah. Like, no swooshy blonde hair or nothing like that. I couldn't grow that hair if I Even if we fucking
0: tried, we could pull that
2: off, bro. Yeah. Just be a fucking afro, right? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) El Curly and coming up, bro. Yeah. Al Curtain driving. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I've tried and it don't work. But chefs and people with clothing companies and artists and different people who are kind of younger younger millennials and younger than us, we get it pretty often. Like, hey man, I became a chef and started a food cart and did this thing because I fucking saw you guys Mm -hmm. representing Mm -hmm. and I'd never seen no shit like that. You know, It that wasn't in my mind what it did. Like everyone around us was doing construction yeah. or that's what my labors. Dad, that's what we were, bro. We we're just, you know, hardworking, yeah, rapid, concrete <laughs> and like the fuck you doing? Like, no, you don't get to do that. I think um, you guys did. Yeah. So that's uh, pretty cool. I'm, I'm happy that that's sort of the legacy that we get to kind of carry. And that's why I really wanted to emphasize with you guys. It's like just, and it further
0: like nailed it home for me yesterday, last night at the show, you know, just waiting in line, bro, we waited in line for 45 minutes to get in. We're like, all right, ah, all right, cool, whatever. And then I heard you guys playing. I was like, oh shit, we're going to miss yeah, the yeah. fucking band. So yeah, we caught like the last three and we're like, oh fuck, we, well, at least we got in, you know, and, and it was fun, but it was just cool waiting in line, watching the dynamic of like father son at the concert, yeah. bro. I was like, whoa, that's weird. That, yeah. I was like, I'm going to be able to bring my nine-year-old soon, you know? My old man was there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, then, but I mean, nah, come on. That, that almost, you, it's a rite of passage. Like give, yeah. you know, it's like when my pops comes in here to have a beer, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I like, you know. Like take a picture of my dad. Hey, your heavy was here drinking the beer? I was like, good man. He has to be
2: <laughs> a Bud Light, <laughs>
0: dude. That was a big. That was a big battle with him because he didn't drink. He didn't drink any of this, man. No, no, not yeah. everything, Bud Light, like, Coors Light, but, Tecate Light, yeah. Pinchi, all of the lights, bro. Yeah. All of the lights is what he drank. And then I remember, hey, Jeffy, I'm gonna make some beer. ver. And then no, no, no. And then I said, here, bro, I'm gonna open a brewery. And this is what we're gonna do. And he drank. He's like this is good shit, mijo, this is really good. And now bro, now you, yeah. And now he's like, he doesn't drink any of the lights anymore. We had to make him a, a, a craft light, you know? So he could be like, I drink this shit. My son makes this, his friend. And so it's like earning his respect and, and his trust and his approval has been a lifelong struggle. I'm 42 and I still like try to do shit that makes him happy. So having your dad at the show yesterday, bro, I could only imagine what what, what that yeah, was all about. Validation. Were they big proponents of you guys growing up? Like your family, yeah, they, they were big supporters. Huge, yeah. That's my, awesome. my
1: parents used to let us practice in like my room at like fourteen, and they had like a newborn baby, Damn. and like we were loud, the punk band practicing in a house, not in like a basement or in a garage,
3: in a house, yeah, with like little kids. And we used to eat all his family's food. Yeah. So we're well done. Yeah. So we would show up and it was a big yeah. inconvenience, but his family allowed us to just show up. Yeah, we
0: practiced
1: party,
3: it. Yours, my house, mom's
1: yeah. house when we were like seventeen, yeah. Like we were terrorized yeah. and make noise, but they put mm-hmm. up with it.
0: At what point did you guys realize, oh shit, we have something good here as audio karate? What what is the next step for us? You know, like the pride of Rose mead. You guys were killing it probably at local shows in the early 2000s and people started coming out, and then you're like, Oh shit.
2: Senior year. Yeah? The song Senior Year. I think Uh-oh. when we wrote that it was like Okay, this is a fucking jam. Like, we could stack this up. Saludita. So, all right, I'll join you. Hello. This is good, bro. Um, Needle in the hay. Needle in the hay. I think around the time we wrote that, and I was 16, these these guys were all 17, it was like, this is good. This is objectively good, and our friends were like, like
0: I okay, would listen this to this if I wasn't in this band, and yeah. I would enjoy it.
2: Yeah, this is every bit as good as Insert Pop Punk Man yeah. from 99-2000. Um, And really, that's the song that, that got us some legs. We gave it to Chris Rowe from Atari's uh-huh. demo at a show and Joe Escalante called us shit a month later. Yeah. Damn, the call from Joe Escalante. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but if I got that fucking oh, call, bro, that, I'd be
0: I like
1: got that call. <laughs> I think I literally jumped in the air. Yeah. I was like what the what? It's like on a little, you know, sh- shitty. It was before cell phones. Uh-huh. It's like an actual <laughs>
0: dude. I don't think people who listen to this now quite realize how, this, how what you guys had to do to promote yourselves back then. Oh yeah, it was like all I'm grassroots. sure, like imagine like putting you guys in a little time capsule and, and you know cryo freeze you until the year 2018, until the year 2020, and now you're those 18, 19 year old, 20 year old dudes trying to start a band. It's a different fucking ball game. Mm-hmm. Well,
3: I kind of liked it better in the old days. You would just make a bunch of flyers and you pick out all the cool shows in town and everybody would take a different show Mm -hmm. and then we'd all just-
0: That was the chat room. That that was the group chat. I was like, oh, who's playing tonight? Let's go there and just flyer and sticker and just like create a a buzz around us. I feel like those bands like you guys are the ones that succeed now on the comebacks because you're used to that hustle. You guys are used to that mentality of like, hey, we got to get out there and promote ourselves. We're not going to be able to just go online and leak our music and have everybody listen to it. It's like, we got to force ourselves to get in there and have people listen to us. That's crazy. But the Joe Escalante thing, bro, for me, I've always been a fucking Vandals fan. You know, like that. I mean, those yeah. are those things that, again, I look for is like, oh, Escalante. All right, cool. Yeah. And then you started seeing Wayne play the guitar. I was like, oh, and all those crazy outfits that he has. And then the world's greatest fucking drummer, bro. Josh when Josh Freeze starts playing, you're just like, oh. So that for me, it was just a group of an, an eclectic group that got together and made beautiful fucking music. And I was like, and his name's last name's Escalante. And I've always kind of been a weenie about that, like being a little... Teenage little skinny teenage kid in punk rock with blue hair. Like, who's the, who's the guys that sound like me, look like me, yeah, who, who have the same names like, a, man.
1: Yeah, it made sense to so, us so that that label would be interested in us and Joe, would, because I think he he liked the fact that we were Latino too. So it was like, yeah, this is, the, we were sure,
2: like this is the right fit for he
0: us. He tabbed you guys probably. Yeah. He's like, hmm, these are the next group. Yep. These are my next
2: Mexican prodigies. They're like Shalena. But, <laughs> <different. laughs> but yeah, but different. Yeah. <laughs> So
0: when you were on Kung Fu Records, who was on Kung Fu Records at that time? That was always the big fucking label to be on. There was like three labels you were aspiring to be on at a pop punk, the yeah. pop punk bands is like Kung
1: Fu, Drive Through Drive Thru, and Maybe
0: Fat. You know, yeah. they, were, they were a little bit more yeah. Epitaph. Epitaph, yeah. yeah. But damn Kung yeah. Fu, man. They had
2: uh, Atari's at the time, Tsunami Bomb, Useless ID. Uh, useless ID, yeah. Vandals <laughs> by the yeah. Uh, Joe was big on just like, if I like it, I'll put it out. And he didn't need it to pay the bills. No. I mean, that was sort of his pet. I think project.
0: that's what was awesome
2: about that. I, I always appreciated that. There w- there never felt like there was any pressure. Will these like- guys
0: make me money? Will yeah. I get a return on my investment on these guys? It didn't matter. It's like, yeah. you know what? These guys sound cool. They're going to put on a great show. Fuck it. Let's make some merchants, put some albums out.
2: Uh, you guys know that's a stupid idea, right? But fuck <laughs> it. Do it. If that's what you guys want to do, do it. I think it's fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. But there was never no like, hey, this is the fucking program. This is the regiment. If you work for me, you're fucking doing this. He's a punk rocker, dude. It was fuck. I don't care. Go do yeah, what you want. We don't give want. a fuck. Yeah. Never felt like any pressure. Um, And that was not the case for some of the other labels, the drive-thrus, the victory. Like, there was a fucking program, and you got onto the machine, and you had to do what they wanted. Because
1: we talked to those labels, too. And, yeah, I was like, eh.
2: Bro, Yeah, I can connect to that.
0: I was in a loser little fucking band. You know, we just came off of Warp Tour and drive-through wanted to, what is it called? Have a showcase, right? Mm -hmm. So we go up there and like, no, you guys got, I want you guys to change your intro like this. Or I want you guys to add a little bit more of that. And I said, you, have you ever considered maybe not playing the drums and playing the guitar? You have the look of being in the front. And we were just kind of like, all right, we drove all the way up to LA to hear this. We're like, yeah,
1: just we're we're going
0: to, we're going to take a pass. And Uh, it's like, let me give you a massage. Let's think about this. Like. Homie, I don't know what's going on here. Like, we're, uh, we're going back to Chula Vista. You, you guys met Richard. <laughs> oh, so it's not just an isolated yeah, story. Yeah. <laughs> we're about to have a Me Too movement. Yeah, if shit. About I'm not going to say nothing, <laughs> fool. Uh, the, you guys uh, want to be on this compilation? Let me jump on your back. Yeah. No, fool. Come on, get I'm getting <laughs> out of here. <laughs> it was a great label. They had great fucking yeah, bands. They had some great bands. They had What'd some great bands, them? bro. I mean, ex uh, Bandits was on there. And those were bands. I always looked up. to. I was like, oh, that's rad.
3: RX Bandits
1: were cool. I remember them.
3: They were the yeah. only guys who drank more beer than
1: we yeah, did. They, yeah, they...
3: We drank a lot before our shows back in the early 2000s. And remember, they
1: liked uh, a San Diego band. They liked No Knife.
0: They like No Knife. No Knife. They were from in SD. That's yeah,
1: true, yeah. And yeah. our ex for were down with... I'm like, all right, these guys are cool. They like No Knife. Oh,
3: yeah. And yeah, we did a tour with them way back. And, you know, they kept to themselves, and we did too... Um, and then once somebody we saw somebody with a no-knife shirt, man, we became buds. Yeah, okay. like, we All right, these guys hey, are these,
0: cool. I'm with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So was there a lot of like uh, inner band animosities? Like a, like you said you guys kind of kept to yourself. I've always wanted to ask that about like legitimate bands that like were on labels and hung out. Were you forced to 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 cooperate and work together for the label? Or was everybody kind of given their own freedom? Like, you do your thing, don't even worry. Or like, hey. We need you to work with these guys and you guys need to go out on tour and make it work.
2: Well, we're fucking weirdos, bro. Mm-hmm. Like seriously, the fact that Jamie's here and works with us, like we burned out everyone that's ever worked with us mm-hmm. cuz we're not easy to fucking get along with, bro.
0: I mean, you guys seem pretty easy. <laughs> but
2: okay, now, but we're co- yeah, now and cuz we're kinda- These is years of being yeah. worn down to a nub. Yeah. <laughs> and we're coming from the same place a bit, but um yeah, we never had proper management, proper booking. We we handled all that. In terms of getting along with other bands, no, nah, there was never anyone that really rubbed us no. the wrong way. Um there was always a certain level of respect. Good. There is a uh,
1: level of community in the punk. Yeah.
2: yeah. It's you're suffering it's, yeah. together, dude. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's probably like minor league baseball. You know, the ultimate goal is to get that call up to the label yeah. And, and, yeah. and be able to go on a legit nationwide tour and, and do the thing. Um, it seems like that community is inviting to that. Like, hey, man, you know what? Maybe this worked for us. Maybe it'll work for you. Mm-hmm. You know, the yep. label, they did this for us. Maybe I asked to do this shit for you as well. I would hope it was like that, man. You know, yeah. just on the outside looking in, it always looked like, oh, these guys look yeah. they look pretty cool. But then I saw some other bands and on, on some other labels and I'm like, oh, man, those guys, they don't like each other. Yeah,
1: it was never perfect, but yeah. I, I always thought it was a pretty cool community. I never really, I wouldn't complain about it. Yeah, nice. it was great. Yeah, it There's,
3: usually takes about a week on tour before you start opening up and yeah. before you know it. You gotta earn your stripes too, yeah. you know what I mean? Then
1: I think a band, other bands like to see, I think for us, we were so blue collar and hardworking that I think other bands always saw that and like, all right, these guys are cool. Like, we.
0: Could. How many bands were in Rosemead?
1: Nope, no other bands. You guys <laughs> were the one.
0: Black Eyed Peas?
2: Ese wey, Filipino. Shout out to Black Eyed Peas. We came out of, there really wasn't a scene there. Uh, El Mani uh-huh. was the backyard scene. And that's, we're thinking like 96 to 99. And that was a fucking trip because you'd be playing shows and you had to finish before either the cops got there or El Monte Flores. <laughs> Who's that? Dude, that was, that just, was EMF crazy. is the fucking gang there, dude. Yeah, they would. They like fucking stabbed a dude. Careful, like, fool!
0: They're out know. there. They're active still. Well,
2: basically, <laughs> hey, you, you punks don't have a fucking pass. Like, who said you could have a party in our neighborhood? Yeah, uh, fuck you. Pay me. Yeah. So we go on tour and like fucking kids in other parts of the country, they have no fucking clue that like, yeah, you play backyard shows in Southern California. Like you need to get a pass from the gangsters or you need a drummer whose brother is from the related to somebody. Yeah. Like, yeah. all right, the punks could have a party. Yeah. Otherwise like people get shot and beat up and
0: it's crazy watching those, uh, the East Los Angeles backyard party that I think there was a documentary I came across and I just, yeah. cut, I got lost in that. I was like, Oh yeah. fuck, that's right. That pretty
1: similar to the scene that we could work, kind of cut our teeth with. And
2: we did a show or two there. I, uh, I lived in like East LA Montebello in high school and we, I went to school with a lot of those rockeros where they Mm -hmm. were like my brothers from the neighborhood, the rocker foos, but I'm like, yeah, like the what's up rockers, like fucking for real. And we did some of those shows and it was fucking gnarly, bro. Yeah, Those are gnarly. I uh, mean, it's all about community, you know. Yeah. Like when you
0: go surfing, like there's a certain like community when you go surfing, and yeah. if you ain't about it, like, yeah. hey man, if
1: you be, don't know the code, yeah, get out. Yeah, Same right for you. Step, you, you leave, like, yeah, it's now. not
0: going to work out for you if you keep hanging out here. Yeah. I can see that going on in music. I can yeah. see that going on in everything. Then, and that's what scares me the most now, being a dad, bro. Yeah. Okay, being a dad to all little boys, and they're, and they're all in that very impressionable stage. So I tell wife, he's like, it's our job to make sure they they know how to defend themselves and defend people around them, because I know how I grew up. I was privileged, you know, I grew down uh, here in Chula Vista in Benita, man. There's not much that goes on. Yeah, this is a gang presence then, now, and probably forever, like you said. That's one of the things that comes with our communities, bro. I mean, yeah. you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. if it's one thing we know how to do is how to get, get, uh, congregate, get together and, and punk other people. But it's like, you know, it, it, it's for the good. I feel like it, it, it's part It's part of our culture. It, it, it's, it, it'll always be there. It's a
3: tribal yeah. instinct. It's it a survival, really is, bro. It's survival
0: tactic. Yeah, because I mean, you know, we are the minority. Pretty soon we won't be the minority, but we have that mentality, and I feel like that's the thing we got to get out of just having that we are the minority mentality. It's like, no, we're not. You know, we 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 are we're not. No, it's like we we are the majority, and like Chula Vista is the second largest city in the county of San Diego, but it's always been a sleeping giant. We've always been big, and it's just been a collection of minorities. So even to connect it to the brewery, when I opened the brewery here, everybody was like, "Don't open it down there, bro. Like that's a that's a lost cause. Uh, Mexicans, blacks, uh, Asians, they don't Filipinos don't drink craft beer." Like, why are you going up and down there? Your brewery's going to fail, la la la. And other breweries would tell me this, and I said, "Fuck you, bro. I'm from Chula Vista. Like, I I know my community. I know what we're about. I know what people do down here because I am the people fucking down here. And we opened it and we flourished and we thrived. And here we are, four years later. And those breweries, and you don't know, have to knock on them, but they're no longer around, mm-hmm. you know. And they were just always like, ah. And it's the same thing in everything you do, bro. Like we were at Chula Vista, and we've been woken up, and now people recognize what we're doing in Chula Vista as a whole, you know. And it's like, oh shit there's a whole movement going down in South Bay, San Diego. So, you know, the South San Diego side, I think that goes on everywhere. And if slowly starts kind of picking up pace, like, you know, what you guys did in Rosemead, what the fucking people in, in, in East Los Angeles is doing. All of those things I feel like collectively have come, come up and it's been 30 years removed for us. You guys are roughly probably my age. I'm 42, 40, 40, 40. 40. 40 yeah. So, I mean, we grew up in that era where it's like, now we're older, you know, we have a different outlook on things. It's like, okay, shit was weird back then. It was different but not anymore. Like, like I was telling, I was telling who's on my way in, um, the mayor lives three houses for me. So yeah, bro. So I can't get away. I, I have to always be like, you know, walking in a very straight line. She's my neighbor. And uh, I always hear her walking her dog and I've had her on the podcast and we've gotten her high. And she's like, she, so she's cool, you know, but it's like, that's what Chula Vista is. It's a community of like, cool. like, like closeness, you know? Like, dude, there's, had,
2: there's access.
0: Yeah. And we were talking about that. There's always like, you know, shit going on in, in, in the city and, and here in our community and specifically in the industries that participate in the community. And she's like, hey, so what do you think of what's going on with this? And what's your thoughts on what's going on with that? I'm like, how the fuck did I get to that level you're where, a business owner where now, the, yeah. the, the the mayor bro is like, just kind of, what do you think of me doing this? Is that a good idea? It's like, well, I don't, I you're asking me I was like, I just popped uh-huh. a gummy, Mary. Like I, 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 you're like, this gummy's about to kick in. I'm going to go talk to audio karate. I got to go. Cause I don't want this shit to kick in on you. You know, cause then I don't know what I'm going to say. <laughs> you know what you should do, Mary? Sure. You should have a dispensary on every block. Yeah,
3: <laughs> revenue. I think you're going to have to run for city council.
0: Bro, I don't awesome. run at all. Look at me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's just, it's crazy. And that's what I'm kind of, Kind of alluding to it's like you guys are in your forties now, you know. You, you guys have walked the walk, talked the talk, done it all, have the experience, bringing your shit back together. That's hard. That's not an easy task, you know. Yes, it takes guys like Rob Castellon on the back and be like, "Hey, bro, I want to do this." Push, push, push. But I feel people push uh, people with an agenda for a legitimate reason. Yeah, you know, you guys were pushing the right direction to kind of rekindle that fire of once you once had, and maybe it never died. It just died for people that kind of took a step back. Like for me. But just kind of going back to a first show like that last night, it just rekindled everything, yeah. man. I called uh one of the guys that used to produce the shit we did. I say, bro, it's on. Like <laughs> I said, fuck that shit. I don't care. I don't care if we're putting out an album and 10 people listening to it again. It's like we're we're gonna do this. She's like, fuck yeah, bro. I'm in. Yeah. Loosely alluded to. It's like, fucking finally, bro. You're all busy doing your other shit. Fuck yeah, let's do this thing. I was like, all right, cool. So that's what you guys are doing, and we can just kind of like you know amplify that and take it to the next level like you guys you're, you're you're looked upon as role models in the community you know all of you have done things as in your youth that led to where you are now you know especially you my friend right you're going to be out there tonight there's a whole gaggle of people that are going to be on there you know throwing roses and taking their shirts <laughs> off and fucking slow dancing with their partners <laughs> doing beautiful things i can't wait yeah i mean every it, those shows are awesome yeah, you know yeah. shit tell me i want to know a little bit about that about before like the <laughs> sweet and tender who yeah hands? just the shows the the, the whole aspect
1: that's it's pretty fun. I mean, I had never been in like a band that I didn't like wasn't the songwriter or wasn't like the thing for, so that was an adjustment to just like, oh, I'm learning somebody else's song. So that was a trip for me and not being the front guy, which mm. I'm actually perfectly comfortable with being in the back. I actually kind of love it to be honest.
0: Nobody puts baby in the corner,
1: yeah. No, it's, a little, <laughs> it's a little less pressure and you still get the, the enjoyment of being in, an, you know, playing with an audience. Um, it's been really fun, actually. I and again, this is it's a very it's a heavy Latino following that the sweet and tender Cooligans have. So that that kind of just, just continues with what Audio Karate kind of established. So that feels very comfortable to me. Um it's a great band, great bunch of guys. Uh, I yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, we have
1: a such lot of a they, yeah, they Such a following, bro. Yeah,
0: such a following. Yeah. It was cool to just come
1: into a band that already had a finely tuned machine, like, hey man, you're just you're gonna jump right in and let's plug in and rock I'm out. I'm like, All right,
0: this is awesome. I'm in. Yeah. What about the side project that Audio Karate currently has? What are we talking about? Indians? Yeah. Uh, oh, there's multiple? You guys have multiple fire. Well, we,
2: we, yeah. We're trying to do different things. We've uh, we've hooked up with a gal from Brazil. She's a singer, and we're going to try to write some music and have her sing. It's nice to do something where it isn't Audio Karate where it's such a personal baby, right? Like, yeah. There's no separation of, ah. Oh, we could just do this, and if it doesn't work, whatever. It's like, no, this is fucking Audio Karate. Like, yeah. This shit has to be fucking good because- we're so close to it, right?
0: You're close knit to it. I mean, it's, it's a personal thing to you. And I mean, and you were saying earlier, you guys are difficult to work with. I mean, I, I would I would translate as that no you're just very you're passionate about what you've created you can't just let anybody come into something yeah. that you guys have worked so hard to just kind of like etch out of wood and create and it's like no this is what it is and we just can't let anybody come in that's going to yeah. alter and change hey, it
2: hey why don't you do this no no bro because we don't have to and fuck that that's yeah go ahead and leave power. you're out yeah. here <laughs> um, you're here to play a role
0: and that role is not to give the suggestions or to finally tune what we've created
2: but it's also very nice to because we're established and you have a certain age where. If audio karate, all it has to do is not lose money, right? Mm. We don't need to make a penny doing this so we can do it for the right reasons because, hey, it's fucking fun because we miss each other. uh, We miss the scene in the community and we get to work with people that we want to work with and that we like, hey, this person's cool. Let's do something with them. Um, When it's like, hey, if this sucks, we're fucking not going to eat this month. That's hard to do, right? That makes it easy. It makes it
0: approaching so a project uh, that has so much like personal value to you guys, you know, it's like you don't you're not doing it's like, oh, man, I got the overhead is going to be this. Okay, yeah, we got to yeah. make sure we sell this many units. We got to make sure we move this much merch. How much time we're going to spend in the studio. And I think that a lot of the bands that are coming back now, you know, because it's it, it's it's not an isolated incident with you guys. I mean, one of the bands that I grew up really like getting into down here in San Diego was a band called Pivot. Um, and they were on a band called Red Eye, Re- uh, a label American called Red Eye Records, yeah, mm-hmm. with Unwritten Law and some other cool bands from down here. And that was like the goal for us, like, okay, let's watch all of these bands on this label and talk to the label head. And it's like, it you guys, it created its own thing, you know. Yep. And and you guys are on that level. And and now it's like the, these bands are coming back, and they're like, oh, we're just doing it. You know, our drummer lives in Hawaii. So we just kind of have to wait till we, he comes in and then and then we practice and then we'll have a show. So they just had a show here, I think at the music box. I think that's where they just yeah. had their show and it was fucking slammed, you know? And I'm like, shit, I don't remember being this busy before. Like why, <laughs> and it's obvious, well now it's like, oh yeah, well my cousins are older and like the kids and the kids and they're all there. And I'm like, and it's, yesterday was a sense of like, it was very family. It was very familiar. Like you went in there and you had like your old school punkers and I was like, damn, homie, you probably had that jacket since <laughs> shit the early, the, the early 2000s, late 90s. And, 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 and it's just cool, man. And, and I get a sense that not everyone is doing it for the monetary reasons. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it doesn't hurt. I'm pretty sure it's something that's like, you know, it's part of the allure of getting back together, you know, bringing somebody down from Bend, Oregon to come into San Diego and play a show. It, 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 the money doesn't hurt. But it just seemed like everybody was there like, oh, man, we've been locked up in this cage now for like the last year, yeah. year and a half. I just need this. I got something to say. You know, and everybody just came out swinging.
2: That's uh, what it's about, man. It's, um, it's nice to be able to do things kind of on your terms. If we can do 20, 30 shows a year and get to travel a little bit, um, that's all I want to do. Is that
0: the goal? What, what is the goal for audio karate moving forward?
2: Art? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I mean,
1: it's just kind of to keep doing what we're doing. I mean, new music isn't off the table. Uh, we haven't really recorded yeah, that's some breaking
0: news right there. Look at, you yeah. said it all sliding and new music is
1: not off the table. I'm being, I'm keeping it close to the vest just cause we, as you, know, you should. Yeah. But
2: uh, yeah, that's not off the table and you know, yeah. Travel around, play with cool bands. Yeah. Um, you know, like we hadn't played with Unwritten Law back in the day and they're, they were doing their, um, the black album, like mm-hmm. anniversary yeah. shows and they took us out for, I think four or five shows and it's like yeah fuck yeah i yeah, go see i go yeah. see this show yeah. so yeah we can play it yeah. um or you know you, we go out with descendants or or we do you know certain things like that or okay we can go do a festival in texas yeah i haven't been to texas in 20 years that sounds fun let's go do it yeah Let's me.
0: step into the family component of that. What do what do the, the spouses think about that? What is the family or the or even fucking further the obligations, the responsibilities, jobs? Who You got the most kids, so let's, let's <laughs> that. hey, take it easy. You're about a month away from being on yeah. that the hey, three, three, three the three kid the, crew fool.
3: Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of uh, well, a lot of times we're doing these shows. We got a lot of headway. We know we're gonna play months out. So I had to just kiss a lot of ass and do everything around the house for months right up until the show. And it's
0: like a boys trip, yeah. man. Hey, I'm going to go with the boys and play golf and fucking Monterey. Wow. But before that, hey, do you want to go on a family trip?
3: Yes,
0: <laughs> pretty much. I got to build up the equity and then I... The garage gets cleaned up. Oh yeah, the dude. back deck gets all these resourced. little honeydew yeah. projects I need to get done. Hey, I'm gonna get handle this. I'm the boss, Kevin. What are you trying to do?
2: What, what's what's what, what are you doing this?
0: No, <laughs> just, just, because. just because I love you. I love us.
2: Hey, I saw on Audio Karate Instagram you guys are playing shows. <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't tell you. Did. Oh man, were you there?
0: Shit. <laughs> <laughs> No, but yeah, it seems like, you know, being in your 40s, it's it's a lot more difficult than being 20 and being like, fuck that. I'm going to New York. We're going to do a tour from the East Coast and bring it all back.
1: Not to mention the physical demand, man. That's that's the trip. Yeah,
0: how physically Yeah, demanding. Yeah, motherfuckers weren't moving as much as you used to well, once. Uh. Bro. <laughs> you guys are very stagnant. Yeah. You're like on the stairs like, yeah. My back
1: goes numb on stage now. <laughs> it's
0: all the drugs, bro. Calmado, bro. It's, it's, <laughs> I, it, I it wish I was yeah. on drugs,
2: bro. I wouldn't feel any pain. Oh man. tecato, dude, you know? <laughs> yeah.
0: Damn, that's brave wearing a short sleeve shirt yeah. with that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> We're
0: drugs. Damn, now you bring that in. Is that Was that like a big thing growing up in that industry? Or was it not as a heavy hand? A
2: little bit. A little bit. But if you weren't into it, Nobody fuck with you. No one fucked with yeah, you, right? Yeah, But you would definitely see like, oh, okay, those dudes all disappear, or those guys seem like a weird crew to hang out. What happened
0: together. to, oh, fuck, that's what happened to them. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, I mean, it's like when you're driving around and you see an Asian dude, a black dude, a Mexican dude, and a white dude in a car, you know, like, oh, they're going to score dope because those four dudes wouldn't be hanging out <laughs> otherwise. right? Uh, uh,
0: the views some- expressed by audio karate do not necessarily <laughs> represent Emu Brown. <laughs> Keep it going, bro. <laughs> that bend
2: mentality over here uh... (laughs) (laughs) but on, on on that note um Dude, you drink like forty-five days in a row. You could do that shit when you're twenty. Yeah, and, oh, like, yeah. and not an issue. <laughs> and no, you're, like, you're fine the next day. I had six modelos last night and this morning. Like, like, fuck. Where am I? Where are my That's keys? That's three more than who's, bro. Yeah. Fuck. I know, right? Gusto was uh,
0: speaking in cursive last night. He said, "I had three modelos and I was done."
2: It, it makes it uh, the physical demands are tough. Yeah, dude. physical demands crazy. Like ten hours. It's a young man's man. game,
1: man, or young woman's game. It's, 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 it's Yeah, I
2: don't doubt it. I yeah. mean, it's a lot of work, bro. Yeah. It's a lot of work. the first couple of weekends
1: when Audiocarta reunited, the weekend. The three or four shows we were doing, i come home, I was sick every weekend. i come back sick. Like, just, damn, I have a cold. Like, I don't feel good. COVID. For yeah. <laughs> no, that, was,
0: that was before COVID. <laughs> You're the host, that the carrier. I don't, carrier. don't <laughs> believe I have the antibody. <laughs> Sorry, zero. I don't have the antibody. Sorry, guys. I can't help you. <laughs> so, yeah, man, that, ah, man, it, it, it's a trip. Like, it, as this podcast has progressed over, like, the last year. Because I legit went hard on this podcast, like, when the pandemic started. I, I, I told my wife, I was like, fuck. I really want to focus on this. I needed an outlet. I obviously stopped music. The brewery and the bar kind of like took a back seat because everything got shut down. Mm-hmm. So it gave me an opportunity to, to tap into something I really wanted to get back into. You know, whether it's just I like production. You know, right. I like production. I like I like creating things uh, and then putting them up and letting them go and see what happens. You know, like the brewery or like the bar or like the podcast. And with this, it's giving me an opportunity to reach out to like people that. I look up to, you know, or, or or that work in industries that I wanted to be a part of, you know? And now that the the podcast has some legs on it and people kind of know what it's about, I get to reach out to an audio karate. I get to reach out to, uh, you know, like a wiretap records. I get to reach out to other bands. I get to get the mayor on here, you know? So for me, it's like, all right, cool. This is working. So to have like you guys in here, you know, and just to shoot this shit for me, it's like, it, it just gives me, unnecessary courage to sit down and continue to do this or can they just pick up the bass and be yeah, fuck it man it's been it's been three decades but let's see let's see let's see what, <laughs> what i can do and you guys are you know you're doing that yeah. you know you you guys are doing that and giving us an opportunity to be like oh fuck all right cool that's cool to see audio karate coming back swinging and to potentially hear that you guys are going to be working on new music and to hear that you guys are going to be going maybe going on more tours you guys gonna have to hit the treadmill and fucking Peloton and build up that cardio. Keto bro, Keto. Did I'm on Keto right now, except this is the first beer I've had in a month. Oh yeah, I don't yeah, drink beer uh, on Keto. This is like you guys are a bad like influence, this, yeah, bad sorry, influence. You know how much, you know how many calories are in a beer of a Needle lot. in the hay, bro? 480. Jesus. Holy crap. Yeah, go ahead, enjoy. I'm gonna have to that reconcile charming, this. The game. Charming Stout, over 500, I go, bro. not we, we have <laughs> seltzers? We have seltzers, two carbs at
2: 100, 100 calories.
1: Give me two of the Celsius to go I can't this
2: is The best thing about the current era is what like what you discussed is the access, right? Mm. Hey, this dude had Rob on and he's got a podcast and a brewery and oh they're Chicano dudes like
1: Yeah, hey. those are those are three check. Boxes that were like, okay, yeah, we're,
2: we're like, going, ah, yeah. fuck, all right, I'll do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, no, uh, w- what I mean to say is like, people think you came down for the audio karate show. but they didn't know is that came you came for down Brown. for the Emo Brown podcast. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Free expos, <free>, <laughs> <free laughs> right? Is you can throw out a message real quick and then you have so much more access to people, be it artists or podcast hosts or people in other bands. Yeah. And there's immediate feedback, right? Whereas before, in just the era of like email and stuff like that, how how do you get those people's emails to connect where they'd probably want to work with you but but you have no fucking clue where they're at or how to get a hold of them like
0: for you guys it was probably easier cuz you established that name you established that following it was it was probably a little bit easier for you guys to reach out and be like I want to play with unwritten law I want to link up with the vandals well, I want to do this cuz you guys you, know, you you put the work yeah you put the work in like but it whereas is
2: now we could find people like yeah. hey there's a graphic artist in Australia Boom, hey let's get him I had Nintendo 89. Yeah, you're the Nintendo 89 band? Sure, I'll do a poster for you guys or or something like that. The access is so much more instant for better or for MRI. worse. Yeah, that's, that's true. Right,
0: yeah. For, for every 10 positive interactions that you're going to have, like, oh, my God, I grew up listening to you guys. It's so awesome, blah, 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 blah. Fuck you guys. Yeah. You know, it's like, damn. <laughs> and, that, and that's the whole comment. Those dudes Man. shit in my garage in yeah. 2003. Fuck them. Hashtag, fuck you guys. <laughs> uh, fuck you. <Rose> <laughs> no you
2: gotta mind your P's and Q's a little bit. Uh, Has
0: that been tough? Well, um, the, the whole cancel culture and everything. Um, now coming back to, to being, you know, active in the scene again. Is that something you, you do have to mind your P's and Q's about? You do have to like, I heard you say, you know, this is a young man's world, a young woman's world. You know, it's like, I feel like- Young persons. Yeah, no, yeah, whatever works. But I mean, I feel like yeah, those right, are the yeah. conversations that yeah. that have sprouted out now. It's like, you have to think very thoroughly, bro, if they put a mic in front of your guys' mouths in 2002 Jeez. to have a fucking interview, and then you listen to it now and to that, you're like, if you heard an interview from something you did earlier, mm-hmm. if me, anything that I wrote or what I did, yeah. and, and I read, I'm like, God damn, what a fucking idiot. Like, what was I saying? I feel like even now, moving forward to 2040, shit's going to be different even then. Yeah. You know, we live in a world of constant, like, uh, change. And for the better, you know, obviously there's going to be bumps and and bruises along the way. But you guys are going to be in a position all over again to be under that. Yeah. under that microscope to say so, so to say and just kind of like be oh shit
1: yeah whether we like it or not everything we're saying now is being recorded and forever so to, whether you like it or not that's it's just there. the world we live yeah, in so who's though? we're can, looking at yeah, you, you bro you can, yeah. you
3: can do however you want
1: but <laughs> there's gonna be potential yeah consequences
3: i mean we think back when we were pretty conscientious all along and we were always loving people we may have said dumb shit here and there yeah we may yeah. Have yeah. made yeah. a who little
2: didn't little but, yeah, yeah. We're very tolerant.
0: We love Mistakes it. of the mind, not of the heart. You know,
2: <laughs> put that on a t-shirt. Put that <laughs> Tell the mayor.
0: Hey, let me float this by you, mayor. <laughs> Mistakes uh, of the mind, not of the heart. Boom, I'm done.
2: No, I, I think, uh actually, I know, you know, you look 20 years later, if you were a prick 20 years ago, you'd probably know about it now, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Versus people very happy to like, oh, hey, welcome back. Yeah, let's do something together. That speaks volumes about you never did no one dirty. Um, you, you you paid your bar tab. You were a good guy. You, know? you guys can
0: reflect on the last
2: 20, 30 years and be like,
0: fuck, this was awesome. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. We, we didn't do anything that, it, I'm sure there's minor regrets and shit, but you look back and you're like, I'm content. I can hang my hat on this, yeah. you know, on this history of work that I've uh, 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 accomplished throughout the years, throughout the decades. I'm content with this. Okay. My kids, my family, the future of, of me. I'm all right with that. And that's good, man. There's, there's, there's something to be said about going to sleep every night, laying yeah. your head on the pillow, closing your eyes and like, <sighs>
2: That's what it's about, right? Shit. I it doesn't I, matter I'm, if you got a million bucks uh, if you fucking gotta look over your shoulder yeah, every five bro. minutes and, and then, you know you rip people off to get there, right? Man,
0: those motherfuckers got they, they have they're built different, bro. I don't I think they can turn it on and turn it off. <laughs> I know some weasels and I'm like how and and, and I'll tell my wife is like, I don't know how this motherfucker does it. He's just every day out and about, smiling, doing his thing, and it's like and then you're like I know what you did, fool. Like I, like, <laughs> like, I, like, I know what you're about. Like, not everybody sees it, but oh, your day's gonna come. And uh, those guys just probably have like a different level of operating, you know, yeah. and I ain't about that. I, I, I don't, I don't want to live like that. Life is too short. I, is. Was a, I was a prick. I was an asshole before I had kids. I was a prick before I got married, that's you know, but youth. but that's just, yeah, yeah that's the yeah. mistakes of the mind, not of the heart. Get on the... <laughs> you like that, get on right? Right? <laughs> ah. New album coming soon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want to know, Hanging out backstage, what goes on in 2021 with 40 plus year old uh, artists? (laughs) What goes on in the green room? Are people drinking? Are people like, what, like, it's a whole different era. What's going on back there? Last
1: night was our first experience with that. It's it's very, it was isolated. So, luckily, Soma is actually big, right? Yeah. Yeah, It's backstage. It's a huge building. So, everybody was like kind of segregated. So, TSOL was far down the hall. We were far down farther down the hall. So that was our experiences. It was just kind of our little click. And that was it.
2: Like yeah. we, yeah. A quick what's up and maybe yeah. a fist bump for dudes that otherwise you'd be hanging out with for 30 minutes and and catching up. Um, like descendants are old guys. They're in their fifties. They're kind of more high risk, right? And they're in the middle of a big tour. So it was very much like, hey man, love you. Hope things are well. Like, yeah. cool, I gotta, I gotta I'm, go. I'm out. I, I do not want to fuck your tour up. You know? I, can't, <laughs> I can't take a chance. Yeah, I yeah. respect that, right? Um, but otherwise, no, you talk about mortgage rates and great and, time you know, to how are the kids <laughs> and hey we're potty training my kid oh you should do that at two years not it don't wait for three dude because <laughs> oh of this. man it, you know dude what what do you talk about here with your buddies i don't
0: i i was telling i was telling gusto when he got here because he got here first i was like yeah man i tried operating a bar or a brewery or whatever i try to just make sure i come in the morning make sure my people have the tools to succeed for the day you know me being here at six, seven to close is not very beneficial to the operation uh, of this business uh, anywhere. You know, like yeah. I don't want to, I'm not a micromanager, but I just, ha- I feel like it, it, it's a different feel when like, when the boss is here, you right. know, when like the owner is here. So I yeah. I steer clear and I, we have our meetings. We have a nice group chat. That's how we get down. That's how 2021 running a business post pandemic is. It's not up in your face. It's not like, hey man, coaching you or anything. It's like, we know what our job is. People want to come out and have a good time. We know what the rules are. Let's just go. With that those are the rules of the game. Let's just execute. You know, I, I'm not a big. I, when I first opened the brewery, uh, yeah, bro, I would I was out and I was drinking, I was having a good time, blah, 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 blah building the brand. That's what I called it, building the brand, just going out, having a good time, shaking hands, drinking. But now four years in, I'm like, nah, all right, cool. The, band is building, the brand is built. People yep. know who we are. Let, this is on you guys now. So I got my tasting room manager. I bring him in. I said, that's you. And then I have we have a staff. I said, that's you. So I just come in in the morning, bro. Fuck that. It, it's, it's a lot of work.
2: And it's a lot of work. Very similar to what the green room is here. Group chat. Hey, there's a good vegan place by the uh, venue. It's not super. Dude, expensive. all
0: the punkers went vegan. Qué pasó, bro? <laughs> I can't go a week without carne asada fries.
2: Right, we did. saw. How's the place at the corner? We I saw don't. that walking around. <clears throat> okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> but it, it's it's go to Lolita's, bro. Lolita's. Lolita's best
0: fucking Mexican food in Chula Vista. <laughs> we
2: should start doing jing- jingles for uh,
0: local businesses. That's what I'm saying, No, out. next door, Don Pedro. they got they got good real tacos. They got... Everything's good there, bro. Everything's right. good tacos. out there. Taquitos, yeah. no, oh, is that what you guys call them up there? Taquitos. taquitos yeah. yeah, we call them real tacos.
2: Ooh.
0: Fuck, wait a minute. Careful. Ooh, yeah, for real. <laughs> real
2: taco. That's wh- like some Del Taco shit. Know, know like
0: where like the fuck taquitos. you guys are, all right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're in
0: Chula Vista. What do you... Wait, We're do you... get to Mexico, bro. <laughs> do you... Wrap your burritos in aluminum foil up north. Ooh, Uh, fuck that. What does King Taco do?
1: They do wrap it in aluminum foil. Yeah.
2: Credibility shot. Sorry, really? bro. Do is you guys. What, hold, but you guys put actual. fucking french fries. So yeah, well stop. You're welcome. You're yeah, welcome. Hey, new, new level
0: unlocked. Welcome. Wait, we we don't take the thing. We don't make the things you eat. We make the things you eat better. And that's what we do here in San Diego, bro. Best tacos. French fries. i have some
1: french fries in a burrito is delicious.
0: Too. It's delicious. So, bro. Bro. Hey, my, my hey, Art has a show today in San Diego. He will not be burning a bridge right now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> California burritos is shit, bro. My grandma ain't never put no damn French fries oh, yeah, in no dude. fucking- Yeah, bro, but
0: this isn't Mexican, but this is San Diego style Mexican. These are This is taco shop food, you know? That's why, like, the real tacos are fucking bomb, bro. Look at a, a burrito and order three real tacos. That's, like, your standard San Diego Chula Vista order. Boom. That's pretty good. I rato? can't really-,
1: uh, really uh,
0: yeah, Do you guys of. put rice in your burritos? That's a big qualm, too. I was
2: like- What's well, either all meat, right? Either all meat or or, or, then, or then it's rice close. beans and oh, um, yeah. say, say less, bro. Five it
1: depends days. on the place, right? It Depends
2: on the place. Yeah, yeah. yeah King my week taco there. is like the standard. Jamie, I, I don't you know, know like, bro. These guys
0: with you. Yeah, and and if you got something that's
2: kind of like like a guisado, you mm-hmm. want beans and rice to absorb some of that, so it's not going down your arm. Like if you're doing asada or pastor, then mm-hmm. yeah, you want it just all meat, cilantro and so. I way, appreciate
0: right? the insight to your incorrect views, but they're still <laughs>
2: incorrect. <laughs> oh, God, why do we, why do we do this? Why uh, did I
0: come from Oregon for this, fool? Nah, man, go out there. Enjoy some fucking good food here. Uh, kill it tonight. I
1: like San Diego Mexican. Yeah, yeah? it is different. Because I, like I
0: ask people from different parts of California yeah. and outside of California. Every
1: Frisco's got their own views on burritos too, like the yeah, Mission District. Yeah. yeah, I
0: don't fuck with those things. Every time I go out <laughs> there, I'm like, hey, I know a good Mexican. Where's <laughs> okay, the Thai food? Yeah, okay. take me to Chinatown, bro. I'll yeah. go crazy there. But yeah, I mean, every every even people, even Mexicans, even yeah. our culture, like there's different segments in different parts of the country. Like you talk to a San Diego Mexican and then you talk to an Arizona Mexican or, like a Texan. or you talk yeah, to like a Tex like, they bro the right they're like, like they're on their yeah. own bello and it's like yeah. oh man and it's like yeah we're 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 united by like culture but it's a whole different thing mm-hmm. like you guys is on your tamales cool yeah ooh oh. damn what the fuck see now we now we're texas. talking bro no oh, tamales i never had it that's some texas shit that's weird man you're going to piss off chingo bling you're going <laughs> to... all these fools are going to come after you now yeah and it, that's funny like i I've had episodes in the past where we bring up Mexicans, you know, I mean, like you guys, like even if you've created something for yourselves, you guys are awesome. You have role models. You are the role models rather. And then we talked and it's like, oh man, that Mexican is different than my Mexican, you know? And then we're San Diego Mexicans. These are Los Angeles Mexicans. Mm-hmm. That's a Washington Mexican. Should have got an Oregon Mexican here. You know, like fucking Antifa or some shit protesting <laughs> something. You know, you're on some whole different level.
2: <laughs> hey, how is that? How is Oregon right now? Uh, I live in the sticks, bro. Yeah, we're we're not affected by that. It's a small town.
0: How are you guys affected overall, personally, and as a band through the pandemic? Like, how did how did you come out the other side? I know it's not over yet, yeah. but I mean, we're there's shows. I went to a show last yeah. night. I mean, I almost feel like the pandemic is is slowly going into the rearview mirror, but it's still out there. I know I still know people that are, you know yeah. that no, are it suffering.
1: Not play. I mean, that that was tough for for me because I my music shut down so yeah it was tough i mean it was felt really good i actually didn't realize it until we got on stage yesterday I'm like oh this is like the first show for a lot of people like for think, everybody like this, yeah. the second i got on stage i'm like oh crap so that's why i said i'm like who's who's been, this is the who's the first show like and everyone like went crazy the, like yeah. ah.
2: three quarters of the room i yeah. saw a lot of live streams i'm like holy
1: <laughs> moly so i mean that's that says it all right there man
0: fuck and it was it was packed from the get
1: yeah you know, normally, eager, yeah. Yeah,
0: normally San Diego, we're, we're used to like Padre like, games. We stroll in the third right. inning, you know, and it's like, all right, cool. We get into shows a little bit later after the first band plays. But then you see the first band's not your crowd. You're like, oh, fuck, we got to get there early. Yeah,
1: we got there. Wait, Yeah, by the time we hit the stage, like this place already looks back.
0: It was yeah. slammed. And yeah. like I said, we waited like 30 minutes to get in. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, shit, we're going to miss the opening show. And it, the crowd was awesome. There was a lot of energy. So I can only imagine being, being unable to tap into what you guys usually do yeah. to to uh, you know get out that energy, get out what you want to say it's for cathodic, a year and man. a half. Yeah, I don't doubt it, man. Yeah. I don't doubt it. So I mean. A year and a half. Did you guys work on personal projects? Did you guys do like your own independent music thing? Did you just drop it all and just say I'm working on my family? I'm working on me. Yeah, I just got a dog. I want. They say wait, <laughs> nice. What kind of dog did you get? I got a Morkey. And what? Okay, what's a Morkey?
1: It's like a white people's dog.
0: Go ahead. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> Go on. It smells like it's mayonnaise. What? What does it do? <laughs> does <laughs> it, it come is, with it raisins? It's
1: mayonnaise is spicy. <laughs> <was> like, it's, <laughs> no, daddy. <laughs> it's a Maltese and a Yorkie.
0: A Maltese.
1: Yeah. It, I had a, it's had a an adorable dog but it's a little shithead so that's been that's what we've been doing
0: nice
2: it, yeah. that you know all right cool guys have been popping this personifies kids. the difference Ehusto hey, justo name the breed of any dog you ever owned of adam or any of them No, no breeds they're just dogs dude yeah yeah mexican just yeah. dogs dude we
3: would, we would find them in almani in the yeah. alley
2: and they, and they just, you're coming with me they <laughs> left outside for the duration you, you open the like,
0: door
3: and if they jump in the back
2: then they're your dogs <laughs> do you bark with an accent you're coming with me yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh I had more kids yeah yeah, yeah. and um yeah p- play the with punks music. grew up bro yeah no and i've I've been writing and recording music uh I get I have to build up the courage to show it to art Seriously, because there's shit I like and he's like Meh. why well, is art like I
1: don't like it I mean it's just yeah why is art like
0: the singer for the like fucking anything. wonders bro what's, oh, what's going on yeah, here bro? Dude,
2: it's just like the wonders one he's day jimmy.
0: homie's gonna come in he's gonna be like I quit I quit <laughs> I
2: he have done lo- that Bro, that dude is awesome. Bro. Fucking alone in my principles over here. Oh, there. man. Hey, that, that dude died. Uh, the Fountains of Wayne guy, he died. Oh, did he really? Yeah. yeah. The guy who, who wrote, who wrote, wrote uh, the song. Yeah, I think you do. Oh, I did, re- I did read that. Yes. Yeah, I did Sad. Dude. It. It's horrible. Fucking terrible.
0: It doesn't exist. It's just the flu. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, but we're the generation of Magic Johnson and mm. Arsenio Hall with mm. fucking HIV. And people mm. were still scandalous and doing crazy shit in the midst of that. And that was a guaranteed death certificate, so.
0: Well, I mean, you've got enough money you can make no, it disappear, we're, I guess. We're, we're smart.
2: Yeah, right? <laughs> I, I don't. COVID you
0: know. is crazy being in a band. COVID is crazy being just, you know, a regular yeah. regular right. person, mm-hmm. living your day-to-day struggle, living your day-to-day life, you know. Um, I'm not anti-vaccine. I have children. I, I have to think ahead more than one day at a time. You know, right. I, it, it's a game of chess now. It's no longer checkers like, where are we going tonight, bro? What are we drinking? What are we gonna do? Yeah. Now it's like, hey, you know what? Yeah. What are we going to do in six months when they got to go back to school? Are we going to send them to school or are we going to continue to homeschool? You know, like, bells like that. So now it, it, it's a trip just kind of like living in this, quote unquote, post-pandemic world where we're still
2: in it, man. Definitely a lot of reflection about, okay, if... Things are getting really, really weird. Like what's really most important, right? Yeah. Like what, what are we really trying to accomplish? And- did you
0: guys' circles get a little smaller? Did you guys mm-hmm. t- kind of tighten up the the belt strap on, yeah. on who you let in with? What did we learn, bro? Time is is not timeless. No. And and everything has a beginning and everything has an end. And I feel like during this last year and a half, I'm like, trim the fat, bro. Yeah. Get, get rid of this, get rid of that. Communicate, associate with people who help you grow. And I'm like, when the fuck did I turn into a hippie, bro?
2: Like, I, I like communicate I was, with people that help you grow. That's yeah. better than Boom. Uh, mistakes
0: well, of the hell. together we are unstoppable, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Zig Ziglar shit, bro. Um, no, but it, and it's true. And, and I and I am I, I, pretty sure I annoy my friends, you know. And I'm like, it's I'm gonna have to I have to trim the fat, man. I mean, there's a lot of oh, people yeah, you when you're in a band, when you're in a place of like where everybody wants to be around you, like, oh my god, it's audio cry. I want to be around them, whatever it takes. They don't. <laughs> maybe they do maybe they, maybe they do uh, there was a lot of people there yesterday would say otherwise bro you know and and it's kind of like it gives you this false sense of like fuck yeah i'm the man or or fuck yeah i'm awesome and and, and i feel like it's your you got to be more cautious with your time you got to be more more close-knit with who you let in yeah. and that's the one thing i learned during the pandemic is like not everyone's your homie bro yeah. You know, not, not everyone is there for for your best interests. And you're going to have to make sure that you, you put on a new set of glasses and you kind of observe like, all right, who's here with me through this time, this crazy ass time. Okay. Fuck. Why did I start preaching? I think the needle is it. Cool. They- <laughs> I think the needle, I want to hear something from you, bro. Yeah. It's just, it's tough, man. I'm- if it's empty, oh, there's another beer right no, there.
3: No more, no more. I got to yeah. go. I got to, I got to drive in the next few. Where do you live? I'm in Rosemead. I actually okay. still live in Rosemead. I'm the only remaining member. You're the like band. the mayor of Rosemead. Yeah, pretty much. How
0: yeah. do you, bro? Yeah, I'll allow you to open Del Taco. Because mm. <laughs> listening to the style of Mexican food you guys have is probably right. a Del Taco. Oh, come on. What happened? Oh. Did I offend somebody? Good. <laughs> What's Rosemead like? Where the fuck is Rosemead?
1: Rosemead is maybe south of Pasadena, about yeah. ten minutes east of LA. East of East Los Angeles, yeah. Not just,
2: east, just east of East Los Angeles, yeah. East of LA, adjacent. In the middle of San Gabriel Valley, the uh, Valley. Kind of a
1: nice cultural center, actually. The it sounds
2: like it's super hot over there. No? no, no, not too bad. Okay, good. Yeah, nice. And definitely, I like how we asked still
0: about it, and then he just like he just asked, he went like Homer Simpson into the bush. Have, yeah. He went into the bush. He's like, mm-hmm. we, we all lived <laughs> there
3: at one point. Yeah.
2: It's uh. No, it's, it's rich though, man. And like diversity is such a hot button thing, right? But Rosemead has always, at least in our lifetimes, been it's half diverse. Asian, half Latino. It's, it's like Jula Vista. Yeah. yeah. Beyond, and there was no one's plan. That was just organic. The best Chinese food you're going to get outside best of China. Vietnamese. Mm. Best Vietnamese. Um, We didn't realize where we really came from until we started hitting the road. And then we're like, whoa, where, where can we get pho? Like, yeah. what, what? Where, where can you get what? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Right. Um, we, we, you take that for granted, dude. It's- it. I
0: always tell people, it's like, I didn't choose to be from Chula Vista, bro. I was just lucky, you know? Like I have, whatever I, I've always wanted, it's always been here. You know, like so it's so awesome to, to, I was in a high school that was voted most diverse in the country, you know? Yeah. And and that's Bonita High School. And there was everything. So, you know, and it sounds so cliche. Oh, I'm not racist. You know, I have, I have these kinds of friends. I have that, but it, and I grew up with these, with all these cultures. You know, I didn't just grow up with Mexicans. I think that would have been weird. You know, I didn't grow up with white people. I think that would have fucked me up completely. You know, I didn't grow up with just like I, I grew up with everybody. Yeah. You know, and my abuelita was everybody's abuelita, bro. Like all the homies that would come over and my abuelita would be over there making it. Well, what, what's your, what's your abuelita making this? Oh, that sounds gross. Menudo. Oh, I'll have some. And then, oh, Abuelita, what are you making more menudo? You know, I had little Asian dudes calling my grandma Abuelita, bro. <laughs> and then they would just come over to eat. It was beautiful. Yeah. You know, it's what I love about Chula Vista. It's what I continue to love about Chula Vista. And it's what I feel like privileged to raise my kids in Chula Vista. Yeah. You know, we lived in another part of Chula Vista on the east side, which is, uh, we call it New Money. New Money is on the east side of Chula Vista. Over here is just old school. It's like the west side of Chula Vista is like, it's more community centric. When we were out there, we didn't have kids. We had, we had Sunny, who was nine and he was like maybe less than a year old and we're just hanging out over there and there's no community, you know? And then now me being an older dude, I feel like community is is the most important thing we, we can be a part of or, or aspire to, to make better, you know? So that's why we moved back to the West side and it's more communal and I can, walk to the brewery from my pad and run into the fucking mayor and then run into the neighborhood junkie or whatever. Like it's all here. It's all, it's all, it's, they're all, we're all cogs on the wheel, bro. Mm-hmm. And and we all make this little town work, you know? And it sounds like Rosemead and Chula Vista are not unique in that sense. It sounds yeah. like now that we, we've had an opportunity, an opportunity to reflect for the year and a half in the pandemic, it seems like a lot of people are more communal. It yeah. seems like more people rip their hoods in, in that non gang mentality way. It's like, Oh, I'm from San Isidro. Or I'm from Isolos, I'm from Montebello. You know, it's like people are more like, they're, they're more proud of where they're from. And hopefully that transcends into, I'm doing this for my community. You know, I'm doing this for Chula Vista. I'm doing this for Rosemead. I'm doing, you know, yeah. that's what I would like. And that's kind of what we do here at the, uh, on the podcast is I want to highlight people who are from different parts of California, different in different communities. And what you guys do, you guys represent, for me, you guys represent LA, fuck it. Like yeah. you, you don't just represent Rosemead because I've, I've never been there. I've been to LA and I feel like, fuck, are the Karate's LA? Yeah. You're like what what are these guys doing to, to take it to the next level? You know, what what are these guys doing to help improve their community? I think just getting together and fucking playing more music, that's already like you're killing it on that end, man. Fuck. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> Bro, so you've been compared to that guy or what? You got that look. I love it.
1: Every fucking singer gets compared to that, man. It sucks. They're alone I'm in actually their a principles. pretty normal dude as far as singers go. There's some asshole singers out there. Just-
0: All right, give me your best asshole singer right now. Nah,
1: I'll tell you. Nobody I'll
0: listens. Do. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> uh... The biggest dickhead. I'll give you the biggest dickhead owner for a brewery. Shit, I don't care. All right, I want to hear your About, You go first. Biggest
1: si- singer, dickhead.
2: Dickhead's a harsh word.
1: Yeah. The biggest asshole. I- Prima Donna is kind of more accurate. I'm thinking, I'm thinking who you're thinking, but you say it
2: first.
0: No, okay, wait, you say the first why name. Jimmy no? right. <laughs> okay. well, you know, went, went into does. the other room. He's oh, like, a lot of times, it's fair. A lot that's of times, fair.
3: these prima donnas, though, they're fantastically uh, talented.
0: Well, they usually that's are. That's why they, they are not the as right. good as my scene. Look at Trevor Bauer. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one hurt? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm a Dodger. Fuck the Dodgers. Do you have a Dodger tattoo?
1: No, I do not. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got a Dodgers hat that I brought with me from LA to San Diego. Why don't you
0: though. wear it, fool? What's going on? Because I'm in San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I ain't stupid. I ain't, I ain't going to Chavez yeah. Ravine. I've done that, actually. That's I've gone to Chavez Ravine wearing a Tony Gwynn jersey and almost on, got the bro. escorted uh, Tony the fuck. Tony Gwynn's okay. Though, I, that's right? what I was gonna say. It I feel like okay. that's that's like the pacifist yeah, one. It's like, one hey, I come, peace, yeah. I come in Tony peace, guys. I come in peace. I don't know. I went to old Yankee Stadium. We got fucking heckled out oh, on the subway at the fucking game. I was uh. Like, oh. But back to more relevant conversations. The biggest asshole in your industry that you know. Do
1: we really want to
0: name a name? No. Why not? No. Okay. Nah, biggest biggest dickhead that band class. No, but,
1: uh, Let's just say that there was a band that ended up having a big radio hit. And their singer was not the Oof. most approachable human being. So that happened. But maybe we yeah. misjudged him. Like maybe yeah, he was, you know. Maybe we were just really drunk in those maybe days. Maybe he had anxiety nah, or anxiety. There it is. Yeah, okay. maybe he had something going on. Who knows?
0: We all have something going on. So I
1: don't want to oust the guy. So we all named yeah. three different guys? <laughs>
2: yeah, you're like, wait a second. <laughs> we no, just I, knew a I lot of assholes. Thinking the same
1: and the rest of the band was
0: cool. Very so cool. So
1: that would seem unfair.
0: Damn, I think I know the band. But well,
1: after the show, I will tell you. Yeah, after.
2: But you're dealing with artists, right? Yeah. And well, but- they're not normal-ish people. If they were, they'd be selling mortgages or something. Fanboy right? question.
0: Has it been a normal life for you guys? Post getting signed to Kung Fu and doing your thing?
1: Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, uh, yeah. I, yeah. I should have gone to college. Yeah? <laughs> but
2: yeah. Yeah, I should have been a fucking engineer. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. No, dude. We, we were fortunate and we're still fortunate. One, that anyone cares that anyone's listened to us, that people 20 years later still come to shows. Mm-hmm. But um, we got to do it at, I mean, short of playing Staples Center or a fucking baseball stadium at some of the highest levels that four fucking Mexican kids start a band in a fucking garage in nowhere USA, Rosemead. And we got to go play Tokyo and London That's right. and, and do all these things, right? So be fortunate.
1: Yeah, it's a trip.
2: But we didn't get carried away and we didn't end up, you know, junkies or we didn't end up fucking weirdos. And we still were able to come full circle and have families and have normal careers and kind of suburban lives. So fortunate, man. And so thankful for everyone that's supported us uh, then and now. It's the same people. Yeah. still coming out and they've got kids and it's incredible how many people you remember of like. Yeah, you came and saw us here with Homegrown in two thousand three. Like, how have you been, man? Yeah, mm-hmm. so fucking lucky, dude. Yeah. I don't think everyone gets to do that, and that's not lost on us for sure. We we know that every show we do is fucking important, and we're grateful. Least favorite part of being in the band? In it's the, band.
1: It, the hurry up and wait process. So you got to be at a venue at three o'clock to play at for <laughs> the other band's sound check, but you still got to be there. And then finally, you load in. And then you sound check and then doors aren't for two hours it's hurry up and wait. That's the that's the worst. Is getting to the actual when do we finally play?
3: I'd say uh driving. West Coast bands, they have it a lot harder than East Coast bands. East Coast band can be at their next show in an hour and a half. Every major city is an hour and a half away. Here in uh, LA, LA <laughs> based band, you're driving eight hours to Frisco, you're driving eight hours to Who still finally talks and he gripes about traffic? <laughs> Bro,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> Grumpy old man. Hey, Let me tell you about this fucking weather we've had lately. <laughs>
3: But a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't realize when you're in a band and you're touring, you're actually a truck driver first, then you're a musician.
0: Damn, <laughs> what's this game in, bro? All right, you wanted him to talk. I now. do. Have it. I don't want you to stop. Keep you, it going.
3: You know what this shows? It shows that I drove the most mm-hmm. back in the day. Yeah, yeah. We did.
0: were you really? Were you you were the driver. I was <laughs> the driver. One of the
3: drivers. I was the safest driver, so I
1: usually. Oh, uh, with him. there were
0: accidents on the road? Oh, there were there were black
1: eyes, bro. Not
2: us. Yeah, Midwest and yeah. it uh, gets cold. It was gnarly. He wasn't. Here, here's here's who's still <laughs> driving, right? Hey, we're going to take the 138 junction. Don't fucking miss it because there's no more exits for 30 minutes. 138. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Go to sleep. I wake up two hours later. We should have stopped by now. <laughs> hey, bro, did you hit the 138? No, Dick, you said the 18. Oof. I- Fo, I said the 138. 18. We were touring Do You want to drive, motherfucker? We, <laughs> hey, and dude, and, and it puts you 30, 45 minutes hey, out. We Quality were touring time. touring before
0: Google Maps. Yeah, yeah dude. when you used to print out- Motherfucker
2: had Thomas you, Guide. We yeah. <laughs>
3: printed everything out. Yeah, you printed oh, everything
2: out. Oh, man. Simpler times, man. Uh,
0: you was just asking
3: what's the hardest part. I mean, that's it.
0: <laughs> Damn, I didn't mean to break up the band, fool. Jesus Christ. It was just a quick little question. <laughs> hey,
3: hey, Art drove once.
0: Yeah, what happened? Uh,
3: in about three minutes, uh-huh. he blew out our transmission by throwing it in reverse while we were going about- Forty miles an hour. I
0: may have been stoned in all fairness. And that and that Probably may have been yeah. the play, you know. You want me to drive motherfuckers here. Yeah, I'll show now you. Now you'll Try
2: never that, have man. me drive. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He quit oh, on driving. Man. Um no the hurry up and wait. Sucks. Favorite yeah, that, part about it, man. Well, I mean, the thirty
0: minutes, forty, or we yeah. on stage. Yeah, what well, the yeah. fuck. Has that changed from when you started yeah. in your mom's house no, playing no. for fucking
2: albondigas? Never and, gets old. Never gets better old than sex. Yeah. 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 Whoa. Yeah. What? Huh? Yeah. You okay, cool. you you fucking plug in and you you hit that first open A. Oh wait, tour. wait. We're we talking
0: about sex or, or guitars now. What are we doing? <laughs> <I'll be trying.
2: laughs> what you, you plugged <laughs> in?
0: You plugged in a little too many times. They're bro, in, three kids. Yeah.
2: You're the loudest. The parallels of life. You're the fucking loudest thing, dude. Yeah. And that fucking chord still sounds fucking good, and it's a song you've played a thousand times. A minor or A? Oh, I'll do that minor shape bro. I did. I hey, good minor, man. Bro, I did. He, he, he was fucking oh, careful of what you say. I
1: listened to the Buzzcocks
2: when I was a kid, man. And that was
1: oh. that's how I learned to play guitar.
0: Was that did, really Buzzcocks oh, nice. and Descendants? Nice. I learned to play like rhythm guitar. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Who's your major influence? Who's still?
3: Growing up, probably Iron Maiden. More then, of a
0: metal guy. Yeah? yeah. Then
3: Lizzie and Descendants, of course. Yeah. And Carl and
0: You motherfuckers and keep coming back to Descendants. Yeah, yeah. Production good. of music, is that why? That they, they, they helped you guys along the way? The songs, man. Yeah. Songs, yeah. fantastic. The, the first, when I was a kid, I used to hear punk
3: rock, and it, it sounded intense because I listened to a lot of metal, and it sounded real thrashy and in your face. And not I was, clean, and I not clean, that, yeah. yeah. But the first time I heard a descendant song, I remember it, exactly where I was, and I thought, hey, you can be in a punk band and still have like tight melodies good and riffs. be tough and be melodic
0: at the same time. And sing about a girl. Yeah, You know, you yeah. know, sing about a girl, sing about what happened at yeah, school today. The yeah, yeah. They, they created that fucking mm-hmm. line, bro. I mean, and then when you had all come out, I was like, oh shit, you can straddle on the other side of the line. Now you're you're playing both sides of the yeah. fence.
2: We're fans of all, man. is yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Fucking jazz, punk rock. Yeah. Totally more eclectic, more adventurous. Just music nerd Flexing. shit. Um, there's a, a 12 or 13 year old on a skateboard. Who's going to hear Milo goes to college for the first time. And if just fucking hits you, dude. And it'll hit them the same way it hit us when we were yeah. that age. Oh, it takes will, thirty
1: minutes. 100, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. A hundred years from
1: <laughs> like, Hey, out. here's my like,
0: whole
2: category my catalogue
0: of music. Yeah. yeah. And now we're in 17 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. You spent thirty years on this? Yeah, yeah. here's Punk Rock's Sergeant <laughs> Pepper. Yeah, here it is. yeah right. <laughs> it takes thirty minutes. Aquí está, <laughs>
2: it's it's fucking true and it's good. It's fucking still good. Like we have all the music in the fucking history of the universe in our hands in our phones, right? And I still go back to that shit because it's the best shit. Now I understand yeah. why my dad still listens to fucking oldies because mm-hmm. it's what you cut your teeth on when you're in those impressionable years and it's the first time you kiss someone and you have sex and you do all these things. You go back to that, right? And you know what? It, and and it's, it's personal. You know,
0: yeah. it's a very personal thing. You know, I like, like Justo was saying, like, I still remember the first time I heard a Descendant song. I still remember the first time I heard Blink 182. You know, <laughs> I remember the first time I heard uh, Eminem's or Carousel or whatever? I'm like, fuck. That's a game changer yeah i like this you I know i want to play bass you like know that. I, yeah, yeah i want to play bass like this like how did that happen or unwritten law you know because i was very local i liked all the local shit and from there going to shows local shows it kind of grew to like oh fat records has a lot of the bands that i kind of like all right cool what else is out there mm. and it just kind of kept growing and growing and i can backyard musics carne sala, oldies you know yeah. drinking with my cousins drinking with my friends at the house you know, and, and and it just had like, I had a, a soundtrack for everything, like every kind of thing. Going to practice for like band practice, playing soccer and going to those practice. Punk pop, melancholy, lag wagon, whatever was on drive through, whatever was on kung fu. And like, and just listen to that. And like, and it, and it was just weird. It's very personal. And and, and and there's a big scope, a big spectrum of, of music out there. But ultimately it all, it all, it's all full circle, man. You know, you, you, you mentioned jazz. I mentioned like Mexican music you mentioned like metal, it it all speaks to us. And it's all the reason we we get up and you want to keep playing. You know, it, it's all the reason I get up and I'm like, I turn my shit on. I'm like, I need this. Like at home, like right now, before I got your wife is making breakfast for the kids. I'm washing dishes. We've got Juan Gabriel playing in the background, bro. You know, like- Juan the, is the man, dude. Bro, those are things, they'll never change. Yeah. You know, like I was raised on, on, on cumbias, my mom or my abuelita, and there's a family just cooking, cleaning, whatever. And on Saturday and Sunday, you listen to cumbias, La Cosecha de Mujeres. Like all that shit. And now it's like, I'm 42, I have kids. And it's like, subconsciously, we don't even know. There's just a Spotify playlist that we fucking created or we found and it's just called, oh shit, these are all the cumbias I grew up listening yeah. to. And then you start listening to Juan Gabriel and shit and Vicente Fernandez. I'm like, fuck yeah. You know what, you little weenies? You guys are little and you're, you you're don't, they don't want to speak Spanish, bro. And I'm like, you motherfuckers. Mm, you're going to learn. My, my, my oldest said, nah. Spanish is fuchi, daddy. Say, like, motherfucking, mm. you gonna learn, fool. Yeah. So yeah, so it's like- Dual version. Yeah, all you're gonna know is Mexican music yeah. now, doggy. That's it. So, for it. Yeah,
2: he <laughs> me. <You> bring <laughs> up Juanga and cleaning. When I think of my mom, I think of like Pine Saw, yeah. the smell of frijoles, mm? and Juanga and Luis Miguel. What's I, up? That was her fucking cleaning yeah. music. It's like, Sunday tell
0: me morning. it's Sunday in a Mexican home without telling me it's Sunday. It's like, all right, cool, fucking a mop and Juan Gabriel. Yeah. Oh, fuck, you got it.
2: You know? <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know. I think that's the intangible right there in audio karate music. We play pop punk, we play punk rock. It sounds like Mill and Colin and mm-hmm. these bands. But it came from a different place. But there's yeah. the fucking Hwanga and Pinesol there mm-hmm. underneath the surface. Yeah. You and
0: know? I think for Mill and Colin, it's the same thing. You yeah. know, for Mill and I mean, Colin, whatever they,
2: do from they, they got that or, Sweden,
0: like, yeah. like, oh, shit,
2: it's bro. A little bit of a, the, the a cultural bend on subtlety. the... Yeah. 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 Uh, we're, we're happy that we got to represent that and that there's that line there. You know, who's those moms in the Nintendo 89 video? And I'm sure there was fucking tons of kids who saw that and like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's me. That's my El mom. Paletero, bro. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's awesome, man. I'm happy I got to see you last night. I'm happy I got to hang out with you today. Thank you. I look forward to seeing and just kind of watching from afar on what you guys are getting into, especially now that they know a little bit of the backstory, what you guys are all about, how you guys came up, how you guys like survived this pandemic, where you are now, what the future plans are, your fucking association with Wiretap. Um, so currently you're still with Wiretap Records. I know you guys put out Malo on Wiretap. Yeah,
2: we did Malo, we did Space Camp. Space and, Camp also, okay. Um, we're fortunate that... We could fucking, hey, we're doing a fucking electro pop record. Rob would give it a listen and like, yeah, fuck it. I'll put it out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like he's our fucking go-to guy that way. Uh, We we have that kind of a partnership.
0: I asked the label, like I asked them, the owners, what is your duty for a band? You know, what do you expect from a band? Uh, For a band, they expect you guys to be creative, you know, just do your thing. That's not their job to impede on what you guys are doing it's yeah. their job to, if anything amplify it you know like okay cool you guys are doing this it's my job to take it out and show it to everybody else and make sure they got it. what are your expectations from a label you know what are your expectations now and being in your 40s and having a brand like our audio karate that's out there what do you, what do you want from wiretap what do you want from anything else like I don't know a, a fat records, a, a, an epitaph what do you guys look for that
2: if it was epitaph I'd want to check
0: yeah um. <laughs> No, I say wait. What did you no, tell me earlier? It's not about the money. It's not about this. Was- <laughs> <laughs> that's how that's how you sound, by the way. Go that's because no one's ever, That's because no
2: one's ever offered us money, right? <laughs> um, I you no, know, I I would say it's the reverse side of that coin. Facilitate the creativity. Mm. Like we know what audio karate looks and and feels like, and hey, this is what we want this to look like. Cool, we support that. And we fucking endorse it. We'll run with it. Hell yeah. Um. Here's our two cents. If you're asking like, ah, fuck, that's actually a good idea. Clearly you do this more often than we do. You put out records, right? But um, no, just to be there and, and facilitate. Meh. what it Makes what sense that Rob do. would answer it that way. Yeah,
0: it's exactly. He seems like him. a legit dude, man. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a straight a, yeah. up dude. Because I've always heard, like, oh, label owners are dickheads, nah, label owners Rob are this. And about. I've had, I've had, I've Rob. known a couple that are just weenie like, but this
2: dude. a straight shooter, dude. A- and
0: yeah. his homie, bro. And Oscar, I'm like, all right, cool. Like, they, they have the, the Maigrito Industries on yeah. the side as well. So I got to meet, you know, Oscar, and, and I got to meet uh, the band that they just signed, Las Calacas. And I'm like, cool. And it, it just kind of gave, like I said, I'm very fortunate to be on this side of the mic where I get to, like, yeah. just. I'm tapping into like, oh, what, what makes you guys work? Like, how do, how do you guys function? What what is your goal when you get up, and how do you uh,
2: accomplish it? You know, yeah. Yeah. so I just like to be nosy. We've been fortunate to <laughs> basically, work- I like to be nosy, bro. Now nah, we've been fortunate to work with guys like Joe Escalante, like Rob, who um I would have quit there, dude. They're fucking straight shooters, bro. So, as soon as he like, I- yeah, I get a
0: call from Joe Escalante. Hey, man, you know what? We listened to your demo, and you know. <laughs> yeah, I was
2: like. Ah! <laughs> uh, I- Lady Melody has the worst fucking cover ever. And I remember Joe saying like, this is fucking wood. How am I supposed to sell wood? I'm like, well, that's the album cover. All right, you guys are fucking stupid. Okay, and he put it out. (laughs) He could have absolutely big dicked us and been like, no, you're changing it. I've got an art director. We're going to come up with a new cover. He's like, yeah, fuck it, whatever. It's, it's, we appreciate that. And that's what we look for. Personal question.
0: And then we'll wrap it up. Can you make a nice living post 2021 in a band? art I, I like how all the shit goes in art all of a sudden <laughs> uh, i mean it's it's
1: it's uh, supplemental for me so mm-hmm. like you know. i feel
0: like that's why i ask i feel like it's supplemental to mm-hmm. a majority of people yeah. now yeah i
2: follow
1: 1099
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> that's as far as i'll go i would say this if you're not touring so like i got no problem sure it's like malo we've got 300 000 plays on spotify and a relative number on the other streaming services that record's done that's like that translates into 1700 dollars so that's not enough for four dudes, obviously, to do to do their thing. But if you're getting out and playing shows, especially if you're in a cover band or something like that where you're, you know, pulling some decent coin.
0: The best yeah, cover
2: band. The best.
0: The right? best cover band.
2: Um, Possibly. If you're descendants or something like that, yeah, absolutely, right? You go do your 30-day, and that takes care of the year. If you had a job working for the gas company or mm-hmm. something, you're making 70, 80 grand a year. Like, that's on on point. It can be done. Um, it's nice, though, when it's supplemental because, yeah. again, nothing perverts it. Yeah, isn't the- less pressure, uh, less obligation. Yeah. Fuck, what are the young people doing? Like, Dick, clearly yeah. we're not young people, right? I would consider you chavo rucco. Chavo rucco means an old dude trying
0: to be young. That's not a bad thing. I just bro. got good skin, bro. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was considering, I was just talking about your tight jeans, but whatever. <laughs> I just got a thick ass, <laughs> bro. You didn't see my thick ass, bro. <laughs> he squats. <laughs> he squats. <laughs>
2: no, it, it, it can be done, but the expectations have to be there. Um, I feel bad for young bands in some regard because- It's tougher for young bands. You're a content creator and you're doing all this weird shit. You're not really doing the primary function of- Write good songs. So,
0: Audio Karate does not have a TikTok prior to. uh, No, there it is. Yeah. And I was forced to do a TikTok for the brewery. And I have like three posts. I'm like, I ain't doing this
2: shit. So, yeah, it's like, like I ain't
0: doing this shit. No, yeah. this this isn't this doesn't speak to me. <laughs> I make I make good fucking beer
2: for people that <laughs> yeah. Drink beer, right. Yeah. We we make songs for people that listen to fucking music. If you want some of that other shit, there's a thousand. There's fans. a million and a half other things that you can look at. You know. Yeah. I love
0: our beer. I love our our labels, and I love what we stand for. You love your music. You Same. love how you put it out, and you love what it represents. Yeah. That should be enough, right there. And I'm sure there's a, 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 there's a large contingent, large demographic that would agree with what you guys are mm-hmm. doing. And they're going to continue to purchase and continue to go out and see you and wait 45 minutes in line and miss the first six songs and then get in and be like, <laughs> God damn it. I Mex- miss.
2: Mexican time,
0: bro. <laughs> not even full. Like we were there. And <laughs> I was like, we're not getting in. <laughs> we're not getting in. We're going to miss everything today. I appreciate you getting me into the show. Thank you very much, ah, man. Thank you. Thank Whatever you I can do, I'm gonna get you guys loaded with beers to go. Thank um, you. You as well. I know I have some friends going out there. Maybe I'll fucking find a ticket and sneak in and hang out and watch. I, I have an extra spot if Huso. you want one,
1: actually.
0: Man, you're gonna give me divorce, bro. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna give me fucking divorce, bro. Just let me you know. <laughs> Huso. Yes. I'm happy that you being the first one here today speaks volumes. Well, I was the only one on time. And that, you, you you being on time <laughs> and then just the way you conducted yourself during this interview. You're a stand-up guy. Thank you. Big fan of Hustle, Jamie, thank you for coming through. They found you on the corner. What's going on? I was standing there. (laughs) Good luck tonight, guy. Thank you. Good luck to you guys all and everything you do. I appreciate knowing you, and I look forward to, you know, growing this relationship. Peace.